Weeks ago, we started off the Rocky II episode with the Rumble in the Jungle analogy that Rocky II is the rope dope of the Rocky series. Well, after that fight, Muhammad Ali, having regained the heavyweight title, fought Chuck Wepner. Round one, the bell sounds, and here we go. Wepner comes bouncing across the ring and looks as though he wants to be aggressive right away. Ali. Wepner was 35, a contender whose best days were kind of behind him, or at least so it seemed, until Don King set up the fight titled Give the White Guy a Break. Now, Wepner lost that bout, but... He got Ali down. Oh, a vicious shot to the rib of Muhammad Ali, and what a surprise! And the young Sly Stallone was inspired enough to go and write Rocky as a result. George Foreman, who was KO'd by Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle, retired from boxing in 1977. He'd had a religious awakening. God told him about a lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machine that would free humanity from the bondage that is grease-soaked meat. America's favorite grill is America's favorite gift. Get a George Foreman lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machine for someone you love. Hey, that's my line. However... In 1987, after 10 years in retirement, Foreman returned to boxing. And it all culminated on November 5th, 1994, when George Foreman knocked out then-champion Michael Moorer with one punch in the 10th round. Michael Moorer has gone to lose, has gone to lose the title on the very first offense, and George Foreman, 46 years old, good grief. Goes done in supplication. He was five days shy of his 46th birthday, the oldest heavyweight champion in boxing history. Now, Rocky Balboa, in the sixth installment, is the comeback kid. In all ways possible, the magic is back. The tear-jerking emotions, the optimism, the search for a better present, a better future. It's all here. So, Phil... Yes. You ready to uh, get back in the ring uh, this one last time? Yep. Okay. Last hoorah. Let's do this. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take. That's how winning is done. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you! You're better than that! You're listening to PMS, an action movie podcast starring me, Mike, Michael, Mike Mule, uh, Michael, yes. Michael. You're listening to me, Michael. Me, Philip. You got it right on the first round. <laughs> yeah. Well done, sister. Thank you. Rocky Five. The fans hated it. Sly hated it. Nobody Nobody wanted Rocky to go out like that. And also, Sly kind of felt like, well, here's a quote, actually, from an interview with Sly from 2006, uh, same year that this movie, Rocky Balboa, came out, uh, from GamesRadar.com. The fifth one, quoting, quoting Sly here, the fifth one didn't work that well, and I've been disappointed for years. Yeah, I agree, and I also have to say that Rocky Balboa was like the his redemption 
for Rocky Five. And for Rocky Four yeah, and kind of Rocky say, Three. I don't hate Rocky Five. I just it's just not that good a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, th- I like it better than Rocky Four. Yeah, I do too. But that's not saying much. We dealt with this last week. Yeah. Let's deal with this, okay? Yeah. Um, where do we start? Okay, well, first off, let's start where most things start. Okay. The beginning. Okay, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, um... Okay, so this movie opens up with Rocky now. Yeah. Right? And when we first see Rocky... He's six years old, mm-hmm. um, but it's the exact same as when we first met him back in 1976, right? He's yep. alone. Yep. He's living in South Philly. Mm-hmm. He wakes up. He feeds Cuff and Link, right? Yep. The same actual turtles from the first one. Well, prehistoric animals live long. Alligators and shit? It's the same as 1976, but there's a big difference now, mm-hmm. right? He's a widower. Right. Yes. So this scene, which mirrors the first Rocky, is a touch sadder, right? He had the good life. Yeah. And then Adrian died. Yeah. She's gone. Yep. In the original draft for this script, right, Adrian was still alive, actually. Yeah. Um, But Sly felt it would be a bit more effective if she had died, right? Yeah. Totally right. Totally right. Well, it does grip at the heartstrings, though, you know. Now he's a widower. Now you feel more sorry for him. Uh, Oh, there's so much about that. I mean... To be honest, I feel like he... And his road to redemption. I feel like he finally wrote Adrian well again. For the f- yeah, you know, I agree with her not even being in it, but yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay, so like Rocky is stuck in the past, right? Yeah. He drags Polly around to the various I places. I don't want to go hang out. Yeah, well, he takes him over to a place where they fell in love, the old uh, ice hockey rink, which has been torn down. Yeah, it's like rubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you see like the neighborhood. Dump. The neighborhood has just degraded Z-Z. further and further. Well, Rocky Five, it looked terrible. And this looks it, even worse. In Rocky Five, it looked like uh, the streets of Detroit from RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. Look at the spray paint and the weird, yeah, and like, were, yeah. gray and metal, like... And there were Ed 209s walking around yeah. telling people they have 30 seconds yeah. to comply. <laughs> and yeah. Just, yeah. Right? Miguel Ferrer running around fucking just doing blow and uh, fucking who's. Yeah. Right? And I then, miss him. And then fucking... Uh, uh, the dad from that 70s show bops and bitches leave. Cole Smith. <laughs> bitches leave. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> okay. So... Put it down, punk. Um... This is kind of like the opening scenes where he's driving around with Polly. Yeah. It's kind of like a ghost story in reverse, right? Where the living haunts the dead. There's something about this uh, this movie that I watch it and like through like um, different scenes, it's interpreted like the way that I interpret the movie besides Rocky, who is the old boxer Trey has something else to prove um it it's, it's yeah it's like a weird ghost story is like what i'm trying to say it's like there is a lot of things from the past i mean you're basically watching rocky one in another dimension 
I'm stoned, but does this make sense? No, but he visits her grave at Laurel Hill Cemetery, and that actual gravestone is still there. Uh, originally, the headstone was made out of like foam, and it looks stupid and fake <laughs> as shit. So he actually shelled out the $3,500, made this big, badass fucking gravestone, yeah. right? And it's still there. You can actually see it. Huh. Um, but yeah, Adrian looms large in this run, right? She's... She is more important in this one than any fucking film since the second Rocky. I'm going to say Rocky 1 and 2, then you get the 3 slightly, then they just decline. No, it just chipped and chipped and chipped until there's nothing left. Number 4, it's just like, she's like, I don't want you to go fight. And by the fifth one, all (laughs) she does is just... She just cooks food and, yeah. and sort of gets worried a little bit. And it's like either like really bad spaghetti or lasagna. Yeah, exactly. Night. Yeah, it was you cool. Oh, yeah. And you can totally see the fucking uh, the, the, the Pizza Hut fucking boxes in the background. She's <laughs> like, I cooked it. I mean it. You know? It's all good. Pizza. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. I think with this, though, Sly is finally tapping into something, right? The, the, the getting old thing. Uh-huh. And the emotions he's pulling out of that are so fucking genuine and painful and ultimately inspiring. But at first, like the first Rocky, right? Mm-hmm. The first Rocky is about it's 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 Sly writing his own fairy tale, right? Yeah. About he's a bum, he's 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 broke, he's got nothing going for him, and well, then he the gets true it. Cinderella man. Exactly. It's a better Cinderella it's a Man. Better Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man. Years and years before. The movie's not that good. Um, no, I don't yeah. like it. But ESPN has done a computer generated matchup. Yeah, like a simulator. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the heavyweight champion of the world at this time is Mason Dixon. Yeah. Played by Antonio Tarver. Not Union Crane. Now, they originally, Sly originally wanted Roy Jones Jr. Oh. Right, which would have been fucking nuts, but uh, Roy Jones Jr. never returned Sly's calls. <laughs> Legit, so they went with Antonio Tarver, and he's fucking great in this. Yeah, he's genuinely great in this. Like for a for a not actor, mm-hmm. he plays it very realistic. Yeah, he's comfortable in his skin. He's not dead weight. You know what I mean? He almost reminded me of Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he's got some of that. His sure. uh, a demeanor, not. His uh, style, because um, uh, Floyd Mayweather's all over the place in the ring and tries to get away from you, so you slow down. No, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in a lot of ways, Antonio Tarver had a similar fast pace. Actually, I don't yeah, know if did. that's true. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it didn't look like that in the, in the movie. Yeah, you know what you look like in the movie? You're not there, all right? So don't speak for Antonio Tarver, Jack. I will never speak for Antonio Tarver. <laughs> I never would, never have, never will. Never have, never would, never would. <laughs> never would, never would. Okay. So, okay. Um, but they do this fight sim- sim- simulation, and Rocky Simulator. beats him to Pieces. Smithereens. To smithereens, bro. Yeah. Bam, 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 right? Yeah. So now fucking Mason Dixon's like the fuck, right? Right? Now, here's what's going on in Mason Dixon land, okay? Is he's the heavyweight champion, 
but he's kind of just fighting these fucking bums, uh, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Fight, it's, it's slim pickings. It's easy shit mm-hmm. that he's doing out there. So everybody's kind of bowing him. Nobody's with him anymore. Yeah. You know, his rise to the top has just kind of plateaued at, at the at the at the height. But everybody's like, ah, oh, you're nothing. This isn't fun. You know, there's no way yeah. you're not fighting anybody who's worth their salt, right? Mm-hmm. And he that's getting into his fucking head, yeah. right? And the promoter and his manager, they're like, look. There was this simulation with Rocky. He was like, bitch is 60. And they're like, I know this makes no sense, but just kind of follow us because it's a movie, right? You know? <laughs> and I don't care. I was reading a review where they were like, um, he's sexy. This is ridiculous. I agree. Uh, it I is, agree. But it's a fucking movie. And it's Rocky. It's and Rocky. It's there's, a movie. And, it, and be honest, dude, after going through some of these, this is banging on every fucking cylinder. What would the movie be if he just goes, no, I'm too old? I'm too old. Then it would be Rocky Five what Part Two. It would suck yeah. ass, dude. Yeah. And then he gets into a bar fight and he throws out his back and i can't golf thanks right i'm suing you yeah imagine if that's what happened to rocky at the end of this one then his coronary but he lives but now he's got to like just eat fucking you know lettuce yeah like spinach leaves (laughs) not cooked right it would have sucked so all you fucking haters out there Mm -hmm. drinking gatorade filled with hate juices or however you say that you make haterade oh haterade thank you i'm such a fucking dead sometimes but it's like stop Stop! Or I'm gonna rocky you in your thumb, but that means you would win. But I'll I'll keep you busy. I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna keep you fucking busy. That's, that's pretty good. I'm gonna make you fucking sweat, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, so um, Antonio Tarver's character, Mason Dixon. Um, yeah. Rocky Jr. Uh, Gotta talk about him for a second. Played by Milo Ventilla. More like fucking fucking bitch. You, are you just one of those fans? <laughs> Not just kidding. <laughs> no, but he does have shades of Sage's character in uh, Rocky Five. Well, he should because yeah, he's yeah, yeah, the yeah. character. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> know play. that, but they... <laughs> now for some reason or another, Sage didn't come back for this. Maybe he didn't want to or whatever. Yeah, because he was still alive. Yeah, two thousand six. Because yeah. yeah, I think he died in like twelve. Yeah, he was in his twenties. Yeah. I think maybe mid-late 20s. Think, yeah. um, but he went with Milo Ventimiglia. Mm-hmm. Ventimiglia. I have no Ventimiglia. idea what else he is in. He's been in some TV shows and stuff. Like, he's working. He's working. Don't okay. worry. Yeah, 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 he's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. I just, you know. Okay, good. Hit him up. <laughs> <sighs> maybe he has a Facebook. Uh, he's got LinkedIn. Uh, okay. He's got a Tinder. <laughs> but you'll have to pretend. Uh-huh. It's a catfish him. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he's happily married. Who who gives a fuck? I don't care. I, I, I've, if I never see him in another movie, I don't care. Like, he did good in this, but it's just like, he just has that, I don't, he's just one of those actors that's like, I can do without you. Well, I don't know. I thought, I like him in this, and I'll tell you why. It's I, the only thing you know him from. What's that fucking matter? Because you like him in it. What's that no, fucking uh, matter? You're, you're right. No, I like his character. It, 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 of course, he can't be supportive of his father. There has to be those, you know, that. It's, you know, look, again, Rocky Jr. in both of these films, Five and Rocky Balboa, catch so much shit. Yeah. But anything with a father-son storyline, it could be the shittiest movie on earth, and I'll probably... At least almost cry. Over the top? I teared up a few times. Yeah, it's a very... It's it's not that great a movie, but I enjoy it. If you love your father... 
Or, You'll love this. That's movie. not true. It's it's if you have a complicated relationship, or if you love them, or if you uh-huh. haven't talked to them in five yeah. years. It doesn't matter what the relationship is. Is if there, there's something going on with your dad, and you're a man, father, son, things really do affect yeah. you. You know, at yeah. least for me, you know. Yeah. Um, and I thought this hit a lot of those notes mm-hmm. very well. You know, but yeah, he's kind of a little bitch. Yeah, he's kind of a little. Bitch. At the end of the day. There's a line in this movie where he says that he's trying to replace old pain with new pain. Uh-huh. I totally get that. Yeah. Right? He's trying to basically get out of the fucking rut he's in by mm-hmm. just... But the only way he knows how, which is fighting. And you know what? At this point, sure. He's 60. He's still got his mind. Yeah. Fuck it then. Get back in the ring, right? Uh, There's a scene that fucking destroys me when I watch it. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it is the stuff in the basement scene where uh, Rocky, the beast inside the beast yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's actually one of the scenes I wrote down too. where Rocky. Look, he's already agreed to fight Mason, Mason Dixon, mm-hmm. right? Played by Antonio Tarver, an actual heavyweight boxer. Um, and he talks to Polly, you know, what? let's just play the fucking clip. But this, this yeah, you know, totally that, destroys me. Yeah. I can't just sit here and talk about it word for word. Be like, well, yeah, that he starts to, he says, that's what they get us. You know, it just, it's hard to get the emotion there. You know what I mean? Are you talking to Vern? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Geico. It's the Geico Gecko. Hmm. Now, what will it take to get 24 Now, what would it take for me to whip out me little cock ah! and stuff it in your ear? And she says, what the fuck is this? Smashes it with her hand. You don't believe in you? Welcome to my world, buddy. Rocco, nobody's giving you no title shot. I know that. I don't want one. So this isn't a mental disturbance? No. You're mad because they took down your statue? No. <laughs> I love that laugh. No. If it's about money, just hang a sign around Holy your neck saying, Holy is so fucking good in this. He is so, like, finally good again. Yeah. <laughs> they made him human again? What? Yeah. He's yeah. not a cartoon character peaked? anymore. Yeah. Peaked? Yeah, peaked. I don't know, there's still some stuff in the basement. I love that line. Yeah. What basement? In here. Tell me about the stuff. What about it? Tell me about the stuff inside. Is it angry? Angry? Are you mad because Adrian left you? She didn't leave, Paul. She died. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. (sighs) You know, sometimes it's hard to breathe. Yeah, I feel like this beast inside me. It's okay, Rocco. Please, it's okay. Is it? Okay. I, you know, I just never knew it was supposed to be this hard. It wasn't supposed to be like this, Paul, you know? You want to come by and help me train? I got a job here. I understand. Remember you said if you stay one place long enough, you become that place? Rocco, this is all I got. I understand, boy. I do. Well, if you get time, maybe come down and see me train. I appreciate it. Uh, Of course, Rocco. I saw this comment on this video uh-huh. where the guy is some, some commenter on this YouTube clip and he said, uh, he said, it's been an honor watching 
Uh, it's been an honor growing up and watching these guys get old. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and true. Th- this series means so fucking much to people. Yeah. And that line right there. Um, the line is it if you if you stay one place long enough, you become that place. That that's that's the line that got me. Yeah, that's always a, does. That's a great line. Yeah. The one where he said, uh, it, "I didn't think it was supposed to be this hard." Yeah. Well, he didn't. No. What no. Do you think the thing is, he always had Adrian, so he always, he always had, had Adrian. He yeah. always had love. He he went through his own kind of things, you know, like in the second one with he was trying to just not box anymore, and then he realized he yeah. has to box, yeah. and then and the third one he had to overcome his fear and mm-hmm. all that, you know, and yeah. then in the fourth one he had to grieve for Apollo, and in the fifth one he had to go back to a, a, a semi-normal life. <sighs> well, well uh, um, to me, in this movie. He's gone back to being a human. Yeah. You know, back. He's very human like, which for some people might be like, well, he is. I mean, Rocky three and four, he was, you know, he was basically not a cartoon character, but just very exaggerated. He was pretty fucking close to a cartoon character. Yeah, in those. Yeah, Same yeah. thing with Polly. And Polly, that's what I'm going to get to in this is. I feel like this is Burt Young's best acting since the first fucking Rocky. It is. Like, he's actually... And two wasn't bad. Uh, no, he was he was fine in two, but he wasn't yeah. in it as much, no, you know? No, no, no. In this one, though, he is carrying some of these scenes. This is some of his best yeah. fucking acting. Like, in that scene we just played. I don't see how he hasn't won an... Has he ever won anything for Pauly? He was nominated for uh, Best Actor in a Supporting Role for the first Rocky, which, okay. I mean, he totally deserved, but yeah. he should have gotten a nomination for this also because yeah. he's, he plays an old best friend, who, but he's also yeah. he's also racked with guilt. Yeah. He hates the fact that he treated Adrian like shit. Yeah. Yeah, and that Rocky treated her so damn well, and it hurts him to know what he did. Well, yeah, it's And he has like to live with that regret. The scene, I guess, where they're at the old, not the skating rink, but the ice rink that's been uh, demolished, that's, yeah. isn't that where they have another moment where he's like, I treated her like garbage. Yeah, that's where he says it, yeah. yeah. The pursuit of happiness uh, scene, though. Where he's talking to the athletic commission. Yes. About, yeah. That, yes. That's another thing. Um, I love that scene. Uh, it it, it kind of has that um, when he says, when you want to do something, uh, uh, nobody has uh, the right to stop you or this and that. Yeah. And I see that a lot. I can relate to that with uh when i started um other uh, wrestling career that i have um i remember starting it and like all my friends i'm talking like most of them who didn't who who didn't go wrestle with me so you know mm-hmm. I, I had a few go with me but uh they were just like very negative about it like and i'm like i'm I don't get it. Like, this is my thing. I thought y'all would at least be supportive since we're friends and you didn't get that. And I just thought, well, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, it's not there. Yeah. It's not there. Well, misery loves company. Yeah. It's not their right to tell me I'm not going to stop because of them. Well, fuck that. Just do it anyway. Sometimes you got to get better friends if they're going to be like that. You know, that'll hold you back. You don't need that. You know what I mean? I don't talk to a lot of them. 
then I mean, look, that's how life yeah. works, man. Sometimes you just yeah. lose friends. I had a friend one time I had written a screenplay and it was like 10 pages. It was just maybe even five pages. This quick little short thing. Yeah. And I was hanging out over at his place and another buddy came over and he read it real quick. He uh-huh. sat down, he read it. He was like, this is great. I'm so happy for you that you're getting into writing scripts and stuff like yeah. that. I'm very pleased for you. I was like, oh, thanks, man. He left. And then my friend who didn't read it, he, he grabbed the script and he said, you're never going to make it. And he threw it down. This was the last time I saw him. We were best friends for like 10 years. That was it. Yeah. That was it. it that's <laughs> yeah. it's crazy Sometimes shit. Sometimes you have to do that. But, okay, so, and again. And again. We, we got to do it when it pops up in one of these movies. Yeah. We got to play it. Fuck this fucking song. Look, the first time, sure. I loved it the first time. Right? And look, it's in the middle of a great actual fucking redemption movie of yeah. Rocky Balboa. And I'm fine with it. But I am so sick of this fucking song. I am so sick of it. I am so sick of this fucking song. I just kept thinking, wouldn't it have been... Like, why didn't he just go the full nine? Like, why didn't he have... Frank Stallone and the guys still doo-wopping on a corner, but now they're fat and old. They're getting mugged. (laughs) And they're just... Please stop. They're like, who the fuck doo-wops anymore? Bitch! I'm gonna knife you. What the fuck you doing? I'm knifing you. Him. Yeah, I'm knifing ah. your body. Skip, skip. And he's like, ow, doo 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 doo. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Right? Punctured lung. You do boo boo. I'm bleeding now. Doo 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 doo. The mugger accidentally stabbed a colostomy bag off of one of the. Off the baritone? Yeah, yeah. off the baritone and it just yeah. sprays Whoa. shit. <laughs> Is it the. <laughs> Well, it's not going to make a sound because he's not shitting. It's shit in a bag. <laughs> shit in a fanny pack. So, Lil Marie, uh, we saw her in the first one, this mm-hmm. character, played by a different actress, of course. Yeah. Um, she's the one he, she was hanging out with the corner kids and Rocky takes her for yeah, a walk. And she's so you don't want to be like cigarettes this. and cussing. And then at the end, she turns to him and she says, hey, Rock, why don't you lick nuts, you bitch? You creepo. You fucking dingbat pussy fucking freak. Get out yeah, of my yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stoop. Right? Yeah, she slapped him in the face. Slapped him in the face. Hey, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. Walk some fucking bitch. I hope she has nothing but bad times. I not turn good. her jaw in the dust. <laughs> I got a bopper and a bopper and a boop. <laughs> Just bopper like in the boop hole. <laughs> That's the worst place to get bopped. So <laughs> anyway, so look, he's not trying to smash. Yeah, right. He's just. This is really. It's platonic. Yeah. And it's he reconnects with her. Yeah. Right? He goes into the old bar, the old neighborhood bar. Yeah. He goes in there and she's working. She's she's tending bar, right? Yeah. He goes in, she gives him a beer, he sits down, and they start having small talk. And then yeah. down at the end of the bar. Bunch of bunch of goombas. Rowdy kids, yeah, bunch but, of goombas. Right? Bunch of jabronis. Bunch of jabronis. <laughs> jabrones. And one of them comes up, a young woman, she seems to not be handling life very well product of her neighborhood and she comes she says hey rock you know could you buy us uh, all around i know you got money and he goes and he like brushes her hand off his shoulder yeah right? he's like uh, no i don't want to do that and she's like yeah well fuck you you fucking fuck right and she goes back to the corner and they're all like fuck it asshole right they keep talking and he finds out that uh she is marie the yeah. little girl that he that told him to lick his to lick her nuts yeah. right so, uh, you still have nuts? 
She's like, no, nah, they fell off. Yeah. I was being sarcastic, you dimwit. Stupid ass. <laughs> fucking punch crunk. Do you have brain damage before you started? I'm kidding. She's great in this. She's yeah, a fucking she's angel. Nice. She's a doll. They go for a walk over to his van. He's going to give her a ride home. <laughs> That's uh, the way that started. I walk in my van. Help me move this couch in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's gone. Right? Yeah. Give me back buckers, you bitch. Okay, so... As they're walking up to the van, the drunk assholes from the bar, they come out and they're like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, fucking not biased drinks. You think you're better than me? There's something about, uh, like. People from the Northeast? The Northeast, whether it's Philly, Boston, or somewhere New York, around the area. Yeah. There's something about. What do you think you're better you than me? You think you're better than me thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I guess Southerners do it too. Yeah, the, well, well the you think way, you're better than me? Yes. The yeah. way Southern. Yeah, actually. They all do it. Like know, any knuckle dragger. Actually, there's some. Something with Americans yeah. and thinking that if somebody isn't uh, as dumb as you, that they must be better than yeah. you. And you know what? You're probably right. They're probably better yeah. than you. They probably are. You know. Probably make a lot more money. And he goes over, deals with the fat so real fucking quick. He's yeah. like, hey, I'll fucking rip you in two because I'm sorry. I'm sorry, And they held on that shot for a long time. He was soaking them britches, bro. Right? Just she's like, fuck! Yeah. Right? And Rocky's like, look, God. Oh, gross. He's like, goddamn. Right? <laughs> and then, um, okay. Then he starts kind of doing the thing that he did. He, he's turning on the charm. This is my favorite part aspect of Rocky. Yeah. Is he's a lonely guy inherently. Uh-huh. And he just wants people, he just wants a connection with somebody. Yeah. She asked him at one point, she's like, what are you doing? Is this what I think this is? He's like, no, my wife's gone, but she's not gone, if you know what I mean. So yeah. She's like, well, what do you want? He's like, you just seem nice. I just want to help out. I just want a friend. I just want a friend. Yeah. yeah. And it's a beautiful fucking thing because yeah. I think everybody can totally get that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be extrovert, introvert, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. You can be a fucking hermit. Everybody is looking for some connection with at least one person. Right. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great platonic friendship. He makes her laugh, you know. He yeah. fucking brings her the light bulb for her, uh, the busted light at her, uh, at her uh, town home, you know. Yeah. And then we meet her son. Yeah. Now the husband or the, the baby's daddy, however that situation worked, yeah, he's yeah. out of the picture. Yeah. And we meet her son, Step. Step. Which call him short for Stevenson. Short for Stevenson. Uh, Stevenson. Steven. 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 What's up, cable guy? Yeah. Um, and steps at first, he's like, "Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Are you trying to smash my mom, bro? Fuck my mom, bro? Dude, dude, fuck me! Don't fuck her. You know what I mean? Like, wait, what? Wait, what? And he's like, "Wait, no, I misspoke. I fuck you that. is what I meant. I meant that. Yeah. Don't fuck either of us, please. To clarify, delete that out of your head. I don't want us to fuck. <laughs> delete that. <laughs> And he deletes it. He's like, to be yeah. honest, I forget everything within yeah, 10 seconds. Been, I'm a fucking goldfish. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My head has been bashed in <laughs> yeah. more times than your mother's fucking pussy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then your mother's cervical wall. Hey yo! Hey yo! Tugging the tie, tugging the tie. tie. Take my wife, please. But I gotta say, this is one of the best parts about this. Is again, he's getting, he's like for the first time in the Rocky series since the first one, because Rocky has Sly has always been trying to somehow or another bring Rocky back to that raw energy of the first one, which was him literally trying to say, please give me Oscars. (laughs) And he kept fucking it up because he was in 80s mode, right? So it's hard to make a movie as good as the first Rocky when you're in the middle of fucking Pepsi and 
pizza. Well, how many action movies have or in that genre have made have won an Oscar? Mostly when they do win Oscars, they're for special effects yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Sound it's editing. For, yeah. It's very rarely for screenplay yeah. and stuff. Oh God, I don't know. And a lot of people would say Rocky's more of a drama, and I would agree. But yeah. it's it's action in the sense that usually two uh, men are punching each other's faces in. That is action. <laughs> that is action. Okay. So, and also, what does a director say just before a scene starts? Cut. Yeah. Act, start. <laughs> start. He says, start. Uh, sorry, I'm new to directing. Yeah, I, and you uh, fired. I'm a trainee <laughs> so, director. Um, but I got to say, he. this is the first time that he's actually gotten back to the fucking basics. Yeah. There is a woman in this who is not just a cartoon caricature, just like, you know, to be honest, as Adrian turned into. Yeah. And this time, no, this is a real human being yeah who's got a son she's got she's got bills to pay she's got her own life and all that yeah and she doesn't even explain all of it but you get a good right. sense like this is a lived-in character yeah this is this is great writing mm-hmm. this is great writing and uh she's great she's great oh yeah she's great and steps is great because he's 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 hesitant at first and then he kind of opens up into it yeah you know? he's got that angst about him yeah absolutely yeah. okay now butt kiss Two. Two. Right? Otherwise known as Punchy. Punchy. Again, he's just, he's look, this is kind of a mirror of the first script, right? Yeah. But he goes and he takes steps with him. Yeah. Right? Because his own son's kind of like, you know, he's like in fucking Philadelphia version of Wall Street. Yeah. And he's just, I'm Bethy, you suck. And he's like, he's yeah. like, well, it sucks. Man. I ain't got to do stuff on my Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm very Bethy. Okay. These things are going to last forever. You don't know what sashimi is really, Dad? Oh, my God. sashimi? <laughs> I also see Philip's face. He's like, I don't know what sashimi is. It's, it's a type of sushi. Uh, cool. <laughs> well, I worked on Wall Street in Philly, too. Oh, did you? Um, no, I didn't. I went to community college for six months and then yeah. dropped out because it felt sad. Yeah, well, I dropped out of tech school, so. And that's why we're podcasting. Yep. <laughs> Instead of counting in the big bucks, boob. Counting the big dollar bills, get the job done. Don't worry. Okay, so. He's rebuilding his life now. He's getting, he goes in, he gets this old dog, right? And there's obvi- there's the obvious angle of that scene is an old dog has so much more going for him than you think right yeah. he's not down for the count because this dog is laying on its side in a shitty fucking yeah. you know uh, d- 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 dog prison because steps like I, th- I think he's dead yeah and he's like he's, no, not, he's, he's, he's full of life he's full of life right just like me do you get it he looks at the camera he's like I'm comparing me to the dog yeah he's right and the, the audience camera. like we get it stop we, we we understand stop looking at me you don't have to do that this is weird yeah it's in the Larry Sanders show you don't have to break the fourth wall (laughs) so he gets the dog and yeah again he's rebuilding his life he's getting back to the way things were he's actually the song actually for once makes sense again being in the fucking movie is take you back he's going back we're going back now phil you and i both are and i hate to speak for you but i will because um i'm more erudite yes um you and i are both Purveyors of the self-help book genre, wouldn't you say? I, I would agree. I think our cup runneth over with motivation. I would say. It's quiet. And one of the most motivational speeches I've ever heard 
was in 1939's Charles Chaplin film, The Great Dictator. Uh-huh. But that's not this movie. No. <laughs> this movie has my second favorite motivational speech of all time. Yes. And it is um, the one where he uh, talks about, well, <laughs> let's let him do it, huh, Phil? Yeah. It's... Is that the scene where he says, you go out there and you find that fucking dog? <laughs> Wait, that was motivational. What was that? That was, uh, that was, that was Billy Madison. <laughs> you go out there and you find that fucking dog. You remember that? The story time of Miss Lippy. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that and I fucking love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that movie. And yeah. I don't give a fuck when anybody fucking says about that. Okay, Good. here we go. Let's go to the scene. Distracted driving. I remember this. But Geico has a simple tip. Right? Do not disturb while this is this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like running ten miles. Here we go. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Ah. <sighs> That is the biggest scene in the movie. Uh-huh. For, that's the one that sticks out to everybody for good fucking reason. Yeah. It's, you know, um, again, a father-son moment. Yeah. It's a beautiful one. Yeah. Slapping sense back into his kid. Well, it's also, um, it's that thing that there are the people who grow up and they just like vastly change Mm -hmm. like what he's talking about there like uh, not uh, like you start uh, 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 to doubt yourself and then if you do screw up you're going to blame somebody else and you pick up a A lot lot of people grow up into that though yeah they do a lot of people learn nasty habits like that a lot of people you know, most people, you kind of wind up taking the good and bad from your parents and mm-hmm. how they reared you. Yeah. Right? And My daddy never reared me. Oh, he reared you hard, boy. Hey, <laughs> This is the South. <laughs> this is the South, yeah. And all of y'all are fucking each other's butts and cousins. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, um, yeah, I agree. And I have that at times where I'll doubt myself more and I need to yeah. I'll hate on myself or I'll try I, I you know social pressures and stuff like yeah. that and I was thinking about it the other day just because 
you had a belief as idealistic as it might have been when you were a kid, it doesn't mean you were wrong just because you were a kid. No. Just because you really believed that you were going to be a fucking, you know, uh, you know, a, a, an astronaut or a fireman yeah. or what, you know what I mean? Whatever Rock it is. Star. Rock star, whatever. Fucking go for it because yeah. you don't want to be, you know, 60 years old and hey, going, yo, I never tried. What if I could have been a rock star if I played my cards right? Bad a lot of sacrificing and eating lunch meat for lunch. <laughs> so but, the fuck what? Yeah, it's but bad. would still, you but, rather sacrifice and eat some lunch meat or sit around going, you know what I could have done? You know what I could have been? Instead of this 40 hour, uh, well, week, like nine to five, I could have gone and done my dream and. You don't know. You got to try. You don't know. And people go, "Well, I've got, try. I've got things you don't have. I've got, yeah. I've got this job. I've got a kid and stuff like yeah. that." Well, so the fuck what? Plenty of people have been in your position. Quit and the fucking job. Still went Quit for the it. job. Sell the kid. Sell the house. Sell the car. Sell the kids. Forget <laughs> about me. I'm Killed gone. Right? Exactly. No, but seriously though, if you don't go for it. And people go, oh, well, that's the society we live in. It's uh, the, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can point at a million systemic problems, a million parts of the structure that yeah. don't work, the cogs of the machinery. And that's very true. And it's very easy yeah. to sit here from uh, the nice suburbs and talk about it. I get that. Yeah. I do get that. But you still have to find a way to make that work. You still yeah. have to go for it in some way, whether it be part time on the weekends, even though you already got 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, yeah. you know, whatever the fuck it is. You know, well, you know what? I've always wanted to, you know, build desks, then fucking build desks. I could do 60 hours a week of work and still find time to do. When know, people say I don't have time to do something. It just means you don't want to do it. Yeah, because I've said that and then yeah. realized or, or you're just finding excuses not to do something. There's always a million yeah. excuses not to do one fucking simple fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and that's one of those great scenes is where it says. You can do it. You know, and it's a simple, it's a, like, you can do you it. You can do it all oh, night long. Cut his fucking head, head off. A <laughs> uh, little shout out to Robbie Schneider. Robbie Schneider, hit us up, bro. Came to your show in Sandy Springs, Georgia, bro. Yeah, you were, um, you were funny. You were actually. <laughs> you really thought that was funny. Yeah, I liked it. Him just being up there and being like, I'm Rob Schneider. Yeah, well, he didn't do like all his impressions. Yeah, he didn't say making coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this really is Rocky Five. Now, get Rocky Five out of there. And the reason yeah. for that is this does what Rocky Five was trying to do yeah. miles better. Rocky Five, listen, again, it's better than Rocky Four in terms of what we've come to love for Rocky. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of heart and soul, but it's just not that good. Yeah. So get rid of it. Yeah. And just go from. The fourth one ending in 1985? Yeah. And then this one in 2006. Yeah. It's 21 years later. That is a good time. That's a great amount of time. You could have even done it in like 95. Actually, he tried to make it in the late 90s, early 2000s when he was in his mid-50s, but nobody wanted to <laughs> make it. They were like, listen, we saw five. We saw five. That sucked. He's also, like, well, what if we're doing the movie? Who well, says I can't do that? Here's says. the other thing. He was on the back nine of his career, man. Like, you know, Cliffhanger was his last bona fide hit. Yeah. It was just before the Expendables were made. In fact, this being a hit is what got him to do the Expendables and... Yeah, you know, kind of get back to having a second half of his career. Uh -huh. the, the 90s were not so good to Sly, you know? You know, yeah. I mean, he did have a lot of bad movies. Assassins. Assassins. 
Judge Dredd, I mean, but Judge I still, Dredd sucks. I I know it sucks. I like it for just it's fine it's for me to watch. Movie. I was nine, also, Phil. Yeah. I like Demolition it. Man, though. Demolition that shit was hot, though. Yeah, that shit was hot. Yeah, he fucking kicked his head off yeah. and it exploded into ice cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fucking sick. <laughs> okay, yeah, I ain't debating with you on that now. Yeah, and then stop or my mom will shoot. He made a bunch of shitty fucking yeah. movies, man. He had a bad... Yeah, bringing this still goody. He had minus one or two Shining Moments, Copland, and um, and uh, oh, Cliffhanger. He had a really spotty, shitty 90s and first half of the 2000s. I get Carter was 2000s, right? That, that was pretty good, but all it was doing was trying to be payback with Mel Gibson. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just trying to be that dark, kind of edgy thing, and it wasn't that fucking good. I saw it. I, I yeah. love Sly. It's just... But when he got to this uh-huh. when he got to rocky fucking sex he fucking slayed it dude yeah. he was like oh yeah this is what fucking works let mm-hmm. me talk about let me talk about how i'm an aging actor and i want to prove that i'm still worth a fuck that's yeah. what rocky yeah. sex is about it's him just going for it again you know and yeah. saying okay here here's my heart on a slab okay i bleed blue man okay yeah. i'm i'm a human too i'm not just an aging fucking movie star right yeah. you know and it fucking Pays off in dividends. Yes. Now, the fight. Yes. The motherfucking fight. It's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's at the Mandalay? Is it that or MGM? I think it's the Mandalay. Might be Mandalay Bay. Is that the Mandalay? Might be Mandalay. Is that the Mandalay? Or the MGM Grand. And 10 rounds. <laughs> yep. Right? And Rocky goes the fucking distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, well, it's almost the uh, it's almost the Rocky versus Apollo. The first one, one fight, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a mirrored thing. Yeah, it's very. This is the best, in my opinion. This is the fucking best one since Rocky one. Yeah, it's flat out. It is. I love Rocky three. Rocky two last fight. I still say is the best. Uh, fight. I say if you want to watch Rocky two, honestly, just go to just go to the end. Yeah, I'll, I'll I've watched that fight several times since we did that episode because yeah. I love it so fucking much. There's a lot going on there. It's fantastic. Well, no, like here's the problem with it is there was Rocky one where he went the distance, but he lost. So then you're like, okay, so Rocky two, we automatically already know that. He's, He's gonna, gonna win. Gonna There's no win. So Could why you have imagine? all this bullshit? Could, hour and a half, and I know, then you get to the fucking fight. She, she goes into a coma. All this nonsense. Oh, Could you imagine? The tomato. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Rocky too he lost again? <laughs> That would have been insane. I'm like, so is there going to be a three? <laughs> and there's a three, and he loses again. Oh no! Oh, I, no, I don't fuck. box no more. I'm retired, and I own a used car dealership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't see too good no more. I'm in my back, and you know, kidneys I are don't going. Think this is Rocky Balboa. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fight's great. They go ten fucking rounds, uh, and look, Dixon's leading the charge for most of this. Yeah, right. He's he, younger, faster. He's younger and faster, but. He breaks his fucking hand off of this fucking the Italian stallion's gigantic fucking beefy yeah. head, right? Breaks his fucking with gloves hand. on. With gloves on. Yeah. That's a big fucking Usually head, man. Usually when you man. break your hand, it's bare-fisted hitting a person's skull. Yeah, well, have you ever punched the Italian stallion's head? You can no, punch it with a fucking I, mattress and your hand would break. I was, right? was going to say, yeah. He, it's the Rock of Gibraltar. He's got a thick cranium. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Right, he's got the statue of David head on top of a b- dumb guy's body, okay? I had a friend break his hand on my head. 
You want to talk about your proudest moment? Uh, no, no, I don't. Not the details, but I'll just say a friend broke his hand on my forehead. <laughs> and let's leave it there. And yes. And let's take it back to the we subject. We had a lot to drink and I was put to bed. And you were put to bed. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, <laughs> Rocky does get him down. Now, look, Mason Dixon's getting him down a fuck ton in this fight. Yeah. Right? He's knocking his bitch ass all over the ring. Rocky is a fucking rag doll. Yeah. Right? You know? Uh, his son's there. Yeah. Got to catch up with that. His son has said, fuck, fuck the numbers and stuff I do downtown. I yeah. want to be with my dad in yeah. this moment. That's an amazing fucking thing. It's one of those movies. The second you watch, you go, fuck, I got to call my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's by his side. There's a scene. Excuse me. There's a part in the fight. Right. Mm-hmm. I think round nine where he gets knocked down very badly. Yep. The count is rising. Five, six, six. seven. And he's in his head and he's about to fucking blackout yeah right? and then he remembers his motivational speech from earlier he said what did i tell the kid yeah. that narration in his head what did yeah. i tell the kid it's not about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving move forward, forward. <laughs> so he stands up and he falls forward on his face and dies yeah no, he and gets they up stop the fight. and they stop the fight and uh, the movie fades out with everybody just like, yeah. right? No, he stands up and he finishes on his fucking feet like a man. Yep. All right. Now, Dixon wins. Yes. But by a split decision. I was going to say. Rocky was, fucking kept him fucking busy, bro. It was lawyer boxing. It was lawyer boxing. Exactly. I it was, said one more round. Someone's got to die. Yeah, I ain't hear no bell. All right. Somebody wrap barbed wire around the gloves. We got <laughs> one more round. That was, I mean, besides how it was uh, basically Rocky and Apollo and that's about it though I mean it was nice but it wasn't as iconic as it was not as iconic Rocky 2 fight no it wasn't but the choreography was a lot better obviously yeah it was one. also better than the Rocky 3 one <laughs> absolutely like, he's gonna knock me down in 3 rounds I'm gonna knock him down in one round. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck is going on? No, but the choreography is fantastic in this one. He's actually dealing with a real boxer. Yeah. Right? Uh, now, the reason that the way they got that big crowd and everything, mm-hmm. right, was they fought before the. I'm guessing there was already. Yeah, this was at the Mandalay. And what they did was HBO had an upcoming pay per view event with Bernard Hopkins, and he was taking on Jermaine Taylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the press conference scene with the press conference scene? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the press conference scene with the press conference? Yes. <laughs> that was shot just after those guys got off stage. Okay. Yeah, after the, after fucking uh, uh, Hopkins and Taylor got off stage. Yeah. They came on and did, did their little play mm-hmm. press conference and everybody played along, right? You had Burt Sugar there. Do you remember Burt Sugar? He's the old guy. He used to be on ESPN boxing guy with the fucking, he had the fedora and the cigar. He was on ESPN all the time back in the day. I can imagine what he looked he like. He looks so fucking just old school boxing. Yeah. Dude, he was so great. <laughs> um, so when Rocky comes out, right? Uh-huh. When they're shooting that scene, when he comes walking out and the crowd's there, he was scared to death that the crowd was going to start booing. Instead, they on their own 
without being told to, started chanting Rocky, yeah. Rocky, Rocky. It's an amazing thing. They 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 were there to see a fucking actual fight, and then Sly comes in dressed as Rocky to shoot right. something real quick, and they're like Rocky, Rock. The rest of it was green screen, which you can tell when they're in say. the boxing ring, and it's the close shots yeah. and stuff. But they had a couple wide shots, you know, to kind of establishing shots to give yeah. you the the thing, you know, a lot miles miles away from when they shot the first one for just a. a for a million dollars and they had to black out the entire arena because nobody showed up yeah except uh, for like maybe a hundred people and they were promised chicken dinners that they hated yep yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so this is definitely a big deal now you know like they were actually able to wrangle some people together well there's a smart, lot of smart 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 there's a lot of like or sport uh like i do know that sometimes in wrestling if the attendance is lower than usual like in the arena or like wherever they're at they have they make people move like into different sections where it looks packed and they only pan the cameras there yeah sure the crowd, of course yeah. of course yeah that's that's i mean that's just entertainment of, yeah. that's how it works is just cutting out the fat mm-hmm. you know hiding the uh, blemishes so yeah. to speak you know that sort of thing all right so he wins yeah no, he doesn't. Tested you. Yeah, no, Mason Dixon win. wins uh, by split decision. Well, alternate ending, he wins. Rocky walks out. Yep. Everybody's chanting, Rocky, yeah, Rocky. Rocky. So he turns back to the crowd. They hold up his fucking hand. Freeze frame. Fade to Adrian's grave. Adrian's, yes. He leaves her another bouquet of flowers. And he says, yo, Adrian, we did it. And he walks off. And fade to black. Yep. Niagara Falls. And I then fade to did. black plays. And fade to black. <laughs> and then after that back back in black yes right and, and then, then black betty <laughs> and then uh black water black water oh, black water uh welcome to the black parade <laughs> what's that I, it was my chemical romance i don't know i just know it was one of their hits i've never i've probably heard well let's hear it real quick kick it Great. Uh, Loved great. it. I love mm-hmm. that. That was great. So produced by Winkler and Chardoff, they came back. Yep. Written and directed by Stallone. He's back again yeah. in the director's chair. Back again. <laughs> right? This was made for $24 million. That's 24 times the original budget. And at the box office, it brought in a respectable $155 million. So, right? you know. Look, that's not the heyday of Rocky where they made it for $40 million and it brought in $300 million worldwide. Yeah. But this is respectable. And I don't give a fuck how much this made because this mm-hmm. is the second best movie of the series. It is the second best. Yeah, it's the second best Rocky. Oh, of Rocky series. proper, though. Mm-hmm. So now you haven't seen Creed 1 and 2 yet, baby. Yeah, and they were going into a different universe. No, it's, just, it's the same universe. <laughs> it's not a different universe. The Rocky universe. The RCU, dude. The Balboa-verse. I like that. You know, I was thinking earlier, Balboner. <laughs> Rocky Balboner. Yeah. Oh, I just got a note. I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's... 
Yeah, it's Johnny Carson. <laughs> He's doing Carmack. Yeah. He's a what's big, veiny, vascular, juicy, and suckable. What is Rocky Balboner? <laughs> and I've been canceled. Yeah, that is some weird, wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now, this is the final film with Rocky as the lead. Okay, yes. so in a lot of ways, this is the end of the Rocky franchise proper. Yeah. Right? Now, we got Creed 1 and 2 we're getting to next week, which I'm so fucking excited yeah. to do Creed, because you haven't seen it yet, right? Not yet. I guarantee it's going to rank very fucking who, highly for you. Who plays Adonis Creed? Michael B. Michael Jordan. B. Jordan. Yeah. And his he was in Black Panther. Adonis Creed. Killmonger. And he is aptly named as Adonis Creed, because he I would lick his stomach for days. You said the same thing about Tay Diggs. But this is a great way to end the Rocky series. Yeah. Right? You take him the Cinderella story of the first one. Yeah. He got the pumpkin turned He got into the pumpkin the... turned it into Adrian <laughs> hey, and fucked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, he turned my car into my wife. And by, no. the, by the sixth one, the pumpkin died and flew yeah, away. It had pumpkin cancer. It had pumpkin cancer. It had gourd cancer. <laughs> was it gourd or squash? Was it gourd or squash? I don't know. I guess I could Google it real quick. No, don't do that. Who cares? So, this one is the greatest way to fucking end the Rocky. Yeah, it's a good nail story. in the old coffin. Dude, it's got so much fucking heart. It, the acting is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. for the first time since the first one. The Arguably sex the second. The sex scene. But seriously, the cinematography yeah. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another thing we didn't talk about, but the cinematography for this, it uh, look, it's a little mid-2000s, mm-hmm. which you can get if you see it, but I love how it just, it kind of like The Wire in a sense, it sets it in a real place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas the first one kind of had a, uh, still had that kind of fantastical kind of Hollywood vibe. This one is, it's grittier, you know? Yeah. And that's something that they will be doing for Creed and Creed 2. So, uh, look, if this, had, if this had ended there, I'd be fine and I'd be happy with it. Yeah. But it doesn't end there. Oh. Because now Creed, uh-huh. he dropped a lot of baby batter. Uh-huh. One of them. Immediately just grew into fucking Michael B. Jordan. He's like, let's fucking bucks, right? And then that's what we're doing next week. We're doing fucking Creed. Yeah. And it's Wait, fucking Wait, you said sick. he dropped a lot of baby batter like he just fucked every chick. And that was like his illegitimate son. But it was his actual son from his actual wife who watched him die. Yeah, that's you don't know that for sure, actually. So I wouldn't say that yet. I haven't seen it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I wouldn't say that yet. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave this in here because you're going to go, huh? Oh, okay. I suck and spoke up too soon. Okay. I'm not going to explain. The only thing I'm going to explain is that you suck. Okay, cool, man. And that I fucking rule. That is it. Now, hate to be jerk-offs. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we're doing Creed. Yep. And just to make it even more confusing. (laughs) It's everything... Scott Stapp has ever done. We're talking Scott Stapp. We're talking Michael B. Jordan. We're talking fucking boxing. And we're talking Jesus. Okay. We're talking late 90s rock stars and uh, early 2010s, late 2010s boxing relaunches of famous boxing films. Phil. Yeah. Where can the people out there in. uh, Is that too loud? Yeah, it's loud. 
I'll show you. My dick. Okay, oh. Phil, can you tell the people where they can find us? Well, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Blueberry. Uh, okay. Actually, pretty much anywhere you get a podcast. There it is. And remember to like, subscribe, and comment. It keeps the show running. Mm-hmm. Makes everything possible. If you have any questions, if we missed anything, which we probably did, yeah. email us, dude. Hit us up at pmshelp at yahoo.com. Yeah. Again, that's pmshelp at yahoo.com. And as we always say, if we it can, can change. change. Oh, also, next week we're doing creative. Yeah, just to re creative. say that. And remember, if we, we can, can change, change you, you can, can change. change. See you in heaven. Yeah. That's a douchey. Yeah,